0: who uh, has the, the UFO time clock, and then Greer. Both Bassett and Greer were there. They were my two guests for the day. Well, the show was cancelled that afternoon. And um, I was outside, in, before I knew it was cancelled, in between the interviews. And uh, I was outside, and Britney Spears called me because she wanted uh, me to appear on Saturday Night Live with her. And so, I, picked, I was outside, I had a cigarette, the phone rang. Uh, I, I, oh, Brittany, how you doing? Oh, sure, of course, I will. I turned away like this. I turned back and there was a black Ford across the road, a black Ford sedan. And I, I was trying to look at the plate, and the plate seemed kind of like fuzzy, and I was, you know, definitely a police car. And two guys were there, and a big, big, tall guy got out of the back seat, and he stood in the street on, um, on 42nd Street it was. We, we were at 42nd Street and 8th Avenue, and he looked right at me. And literally, I mean, I was on the phone. Hey, oh, sure, of course I left the show. Saw the Ford, went back like this, turned back like a half second later, and it was gone. And that car did not go past me. It did not make a U-turn, because I would have seen 42nd Street. I would have seen that thing take a U-turn and go away. That car vanished. That car was a cloaked vehicle of some type. And whether this was like a warning to me, because the guy cut out of the back and gave me a real dirty look. That car vanished. I know what I saw. And uh, you know, I, I, it was, it was just this fast. It was, oh, hi, Brittany. Sure, oh, of course, I'd love to. Do... God gives me a dirty look. Oh, well, sure. Car gone. That's what happened. And uh, then two hours later, uh, we were told we were not to continue taping, and the show was canceled, and none of them would air. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Was that, uh, was that an MIB experience? You know, black helicopters. Uh, you know, military. Uh, Abductions that happen sometimes, people are taken, and they talk about then being visited by you know military personnel and debriefed about their abduction. Was it you know was it a, a technology associated with some of these beings that are visiting that wanted to warn me off or they wanted to give me verification that I was on the right track? I don't know, but I do know I I did I did turn back a second later, and I you know it takes so long for an automobile accelerating from zero to 40 miles an hour to reach the corner of 8th Avenue and 42nd Street going past me and then pulling a U-turn and going out towards Times Square, I would have seen that car.
1: Yay!
2: So, do you know what we're talking about, John? Well,
1: I'm
2: guessing. <laughs> yes! She got it! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Mr. and Mrs.
1: Strong.
2: Talk.
1: Stop.
2: No, actually, I changed the name again. again? <laughs> it's actually Mr. and Mrs. Strong Pod Talk Conspiracy and just, Paranormal. Why don't you just call
1: it Mr. and Mrs. Strong Talk Stuff?
2: Talk stuff. Do you think yeah. that would work? Yeah. Right, okay, I will have I a rebrand yet again. Yeah. and Shannon. No one
1: <laughs> will be able to find us. <laughs> <Is> that,
2: exactly. <laughs> That's when it. Well, that brings us to our episode so is, tonight, Shannon. Is
1: that why you dress dressed like
2: that? Dressed like what? Can you please describe for the listening audience? This is a podcast, Shannon. Right, yes. I don't know if you've realised <laughs> yet. With my sunglasses on. What colour are they? Brown. Okay. Ooh, not black. And what else do I have on my lady? My hat. What type of hat? Uh, what's it called? Come on. I would fedora. call it... Fedora, yeah. yeah I but that. I would call it... If I was a private detective in real life, I would wear this hat. Why?
1: You don't, there's nothing <laughs> private about you in that attire.
2: Do you, know, what, do you not think of like private detectives from like no. the 40s and the 50s no. dressed like this? no.
1: <laughs>
2: Do you, would you like to put your hat on?
1: Sometimes it distracts us from my thoughts.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, she's got the hat on. <laughs> yes, right.
1: Save your head for yourself, you know. I
2: know, I it was that. make a mind fail, everybody I didn't like want it. to see it. <laughs> so, tonight's episode, investigation,
1: investigation,
2: is about... The men are black. Do-do-do-do, here come the men in black. Right. Go on then. What, what do you, what do I mean?
1: Honestly, you don't
2: know. About? What's your knowledge, right? <laughs> Nothing. Of the men in black?
1: The song, and
2: I know there's a film. You I know, on, r- rewind, you've never seen the film.
1: Not properly, no. Men in it's black, Steve you've picks. never seen men in I've black. I've never sat and watched it, no. Right. And I don't intend to, before
2: I You're scared of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You don't realise it's a children's film, don't you? I don't know. But you're scared of it?
1: I just don't fancy it.
2: Right. So do you know the premise of that movie?
1: Right. So I'm guessing that they're detectives of some sort. <laughs> dressed in black. Right. Well, that's about it.
2: Right. So the premise of that movie, Will Smith right <laughs> sorry Chris Rock just came into the room there and um, and Tommy Lee Jones who was a very refined actor right. okay so they're played two government secret agents who work for an agency to keep the world known from about aliens right, because okay. aliens are here on earth and they exist and they're, they're dressed up as people and stuff and their job is to keep it all under wraps and to save the world, of course, if the world needs saving. Right? Right. And they don't even go by names. They've got, like, initials. So, Will Smith's called, like, J, and the one's called K. Right? So, that brings me to what if I told you that this is based on a true story. <laughs> and the evidence
1: you
2: have is what that <laughs> would be. Hang on. That, that, that's Does not... Like, like, the men in black.
1: Based on a true story.
2: Right. So, this brings me to our investigation. Right. come on then. It has been rumoured for years that the men in black do, in fact, exist.
1: Right.
2: Now, as for, like, the Will Smith chasing aliens and stuff. Like, aliens, like, going through an airport and checking them in and stuff is like that. that. Happens, yeah, okay. like, it's not that far, right? Right. So, when do you think the Men in Black first came about?
1: Right, how would I know that,
2: mate? Like, before the movie? Like, right. when do you think the first ever story about the real life Men in Black came well, about? Well,
1: it would be when they discovered aliens, wouldn't it? And I don't know when that did or has ever happened.
2: <laughs> right, so... This is being a theory... For years, between, like, conspiracists and UFO... UFOlogists Mm. there's actually a thing now, you know. Okay. Right? That there's a secret government agency that basically goes and threatens people who've had encounters or seen aliens. Right, okay. Is there any
1: proof
2: of this? Well, this is where tonight's investigation comes in. Go on. Right. So... All, the first one happened in 1947
1: to a fella. To a fella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right.
2: And he claimed he'd been warned not to talk about what he witnessed that night. Okay. What do you think he witnessed that night? Uh, a UFO. Well, a UFO crashed, he was out walking his dog, right. and it killed his dog. Yeah, so his dog died from this UFO. What he says is a UFO crashing down. So.
1: So, can I just say, this man's been warned not to talk about it, but he's talking about it anyway.
2: I <laughs> know, so. well, he's, he's literally been out for a dog walk, and.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying UFO UFOs gonna...
2: crashed and killed his dog.
1: Right, yeah. So
2: then these guys in black suits, black hats, Turn up and basically tell them that you're not allowed to talk about this at all.
1: Right, so if that happened to you, and so people came up to you and said, you're not allowed to talk about this, would you then talk about it? Because that's what this man's done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I killed his dog. Yeah, you know but I mean. if he
1: was genuinely, if it was genuine and someone actually came up to us and was like, don't tell anybody this has happened.
2: Right Direct so in black. so, so know, what like, if
1: okay, I, I won't
2: What if I throw in the nugget that he took pictures of six flying discs in the sky and that was why they were there as yeah, well. Yeah, But what on
1: about the men in black, not UFOs?
2: No, the men in black, that's why they were there. Because yeah, this but... guy took six photos of discs in the sky. What that made
1: the men in black.
2: Up? Mm-hmm. How did they even know this guy you took photos? Because he was out he walking his dog it by and himself. It up. What, 1947?
1: Well nothing happened to him, did it?
2: But this is like the same timeline as I'm when Roswell them. happened as well, you know. But
1: if the men in black were real, wouldn't something have happened to him?
2: Well, we might come into that further down.
1: Right, well that's what I want to know.
2: <laughs> right. So in the 50s. Another UFOlogist... Right. Say that word for him.
1: UFOlogist. <laughs> it
2: sounds so important, doesn't it? <laughs> Claim he was visited by men in dark suits who threatened and warned him not to continue his investigations into UFOs. So somebody came. Knock, knock. I'm here to talk to you because you cannot <laughs> continue to talk about UFOs. And what
1: did he do?
2: Right. So... He maintained, he said, that it was the men in black, the secret government agents who had been given the task of suppressing his evidence. He really truly he believed that he had evidence of aliens. Do? I don't know, might come into the next into <laughs> nice investigation. I'm just I'm just throwing little nuggets I, in I there. Know, I'm I warming thought, you up, that's I'm all. I'm
1: not really convinced yet.
2: Right. <laughs> right. UFologist John Keel claimed they have had encounters with the MIB and refer to them as a demonic and supernatural beings with exotic facial features and well, dark So he's saying they're not even skin. human now? Yeah. Right,
1: okay,
2: he was on something then. <laughs> right, <laughs> he was on something. Right, according to urologist Jerome Clark, reports of the men in black represent experiences that don't seem to have occurred in this world's conscious reality so he's saying that like these people are, have had these weird experiences with aliens or ufos and then all of a sudden these guys in south turn up and tell them all to talk talked about and <laughs> and basically threaten them and stuff like that
1: well okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> they sound like 19, 1940 gangsters to uh-huh. me at the minute well anyway right so there's no way to definitely to declare whether they're real or not. Oh,
1: well, well, you're going to really be able to convince us then, aren't you? If there's no
2: evidence. Well, well, but there's no evidence to claim that they're not real.
1: <laughs>
2: you can say that about literally anything. <laughs> right. So, are you ready? Okay. Should we go up for number one? Are you what, ready? none
1: of them were?
2: No, they were just little truth nuggets. Um, I, had to, I had to brief you up on the men in black, Shannon. Right, okay. If I start here and said, Shannon, what does the men in black mean to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> <minimum and> <laughs> right so the real men in black turned up at this guy's house right
1: right which guy is this
2: this is dr herbert hopkins oh, okay. and he was working as a consultant on a ufo being seen a UFA, ufo case right, okay. he was so- received a phone call from someone to be an activist in the u.s UFO community. They've got a community like the flat earthers. Right, okay. Hashtag flat earth. Asking him if he could visit Hopkins to discuss the case. Only minutes later. So after this guy had received a phone call, saying like I'm uh, I'm going to talk to you about this. What you're investigating? Like right? there was a knock on the door straight away, and there was somebody at the door. Right? right. Okay. The man was wearing a black suit and a black tie, and he had unusual facial appearance. With no hair or eyebrows, oh, okay. no eyebrows,
1: Shannon.
2: Yeah, there's kind of few people with no
1: eyebrows.
2: No. And an extremely <laughs> pale figure, right? right Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins' dog started to bark erratically the minute the the, 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 the MIB man came in the house. Um, after the after this, the bizarre visitor was finished questioning him about the UFO case and it got even stranger, right? He said that he held a coin in front of him, a shiny new penny, right? And he'd give it to Hopkins, and he told him, watch closely. Are you ready for this? After a few minutes, the coin (laughs) took on a silvery appearance. He changed the color of the coin right in front of him.
1: Oh my god, a magician.
2: And then he made it disappear altogether, right? right? And he said that if he continues this investigation, this is going to happen to him.
1: Right. It's going to make
2: him disappear. Right. Um, and he said that he was under the impression that he was just like, like, they're going to kill us, basically. If I continue to do this, they're going to kill us. And... He's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, right, so basically, this. this guy is just threatening to kill him. He's right. he's called, so he's then... doing a magic trick, and he said, "If you don't what you are doing, I'm going right. to you do So
1: then, what does the bloke do?
2: Shits his pants. Shannon. No.
1: Does he continue <laughs> investigating or not?
2: I don't think you do.
1: But he told the story, Who? and nothing happened. Yeah. Right, why is this not not
2: believable? <laughs> right, so where we giving that on a Shannon's phone, then. <laughs> so that's bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you're not believing no. that. Right, number two. Are you ready? Go on then. There was a doctor threatened by the men in black and told to stop his UFO research.
1: And what did he do?
2: Right. Dr. Albert K. Bender. <laughs> <laughs> was a well-written, extremely intelligent researcher, right? So he's a doctor, sean in this one. All
1: right, okay, so if he's a doctor, then he must be saying, yeah. Right,
2: and he founded a bureau called the International Flying saucer Bureau in 1955. Right. Once again, that Roswell time keeps on creeping up and all these things, mind His research, right, he was starting to, like, really unveil things, and he, he like government documents and stuff about like aliens existing and covering up. So he liked Roswell and um, he, pl- he was going to publish it, like he was going like, to write it like, in the paper or the book, in the space review. That was until he was visited by the men in black. Are you ready? Right. He claims that three men dressed in black, suits, white, shirt, you know, the yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> visited him at the home. <coughs> Right, and they told him basically, You can't continue this investigation, and you can't put this review in the paper. Right, and they immediately told him you need to shut down this flying saucer bureau.
1: Then, did he?
2: Well, many people who knew him claimed Bender was a changed man after his encounter in his later works, Reset r- Ramble, almost unreadable. And he seemed to live his life in constant anxiety and terror and then he received a mysterious phone call with nobody on the end and then he died in 2002. So basically the men in black killed this like they frightened him that much like he he died eventually and he just lived his life and figure then on.
1: Right well see now that we had a little bit of information of what happened after it's a bit more believable.
2: So, why are we giving that on the sh- Shannon Bums radar in the Mediterranean, So do you think the Men in Black here? Do you think it was the Men in Black? I don't know. If you... was right, so your, your doctor, and all of a sudden you get this fascination with things flying in the sky and you think the UFOs, and then all of a sudden three men turn up and just change your fucking life forever, like... Basically, that, not good, is it? No. Right, number three. Oh, by the way, Bender, I've actually got a picture of him.
1: Right, go on then.
2: And he's actually got a photo of what he showed people, what the men in black looked like that night. Right, so can you see that? you want to explain?
1: (laughs) You (laughs) can hardly see the photo. Looks like a cowboy.
2: So that's Is what, that
1: supposed to be sunglasses? Or are they the size of his eyes?
2: They have the size of his eyes, I think. A so big, it's not human, is it? massive eyes. Not human.
1: Really long chin. That's no, a bit strange Like, But this is what confuses me, though. Come on, then. Surely if somebody spoke out about the Men in Black themselves, surely they would say that. Don't tell anybody about what you're doing and don't tell anybody we were here. Or something.
2: <laughs> Maybe he's the one that clever. Well, that's
1: the thing though, isn't it? Surely, like, you get punished for telling people.
2: True. But would they? Because they told them to stop talking about UFOs. Not people. Okay, fine. Right. Number three, are you ready? Yeah. Paul Miller was returning home after a hunting trip when he saw a luminous disk in the sky. Okay. So it's nighttime. He's on hunting in America with a big gun. And he's basically just seen a massive disc in the sky while he was in that empty field. And he said that two humanoids emerged from the craft and he fired his gun at them. And killed them. Well, he he shot them. He claims to have shot them, right? And he believed to have injured one when he ran. Basically, he was like, running for his life he shot these things that come from the sky however in that moment he realized that he lost all time like time like he didn't realize like what time of day it was or anything um and then he was immediately right the next day Immediately, immediately
1: the next day yeah. it was either
2: immediately or it was the next day <laughs> right <laughs> well the next day the men in black turned up at his air force job so he must have been like part of the air force as well when he was in work and they told him they had files despite having told nobody about the event so he didn't even tell anybody this bloke Shannon he has been in a field UFOs come down, two aliens have got out, he shot them, ran away, went to go to work the next day, happy to be alive, and then he hasn't spoiled anybody, and three men turned up knowing exactly what had went on.
1: What, and they said it was aliens, or do they just think he shot people?
2: <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> did he right. say, you the, shot the aliens? They knew just... the him, his name, where he worked, everything. And they asked questions about his experiences and if they already knew, like they already knew what he was going to say.
1: What year was it? He was
2: terrified and he didn't come forward about his experience until years a year. later. It doesn't give us a year.
1: Well, that puts a spanner in the works, doesn't
2: it? So imagine that though. Imagine like this thing in the sky, you're I probably in, you shoot one and then you get back. And then the next day, like these men in black just turn up. What's happened there? Is that is that but he didn't tell anybody the story until years later? Or or is that all it is, a story?
1: Well exactly anybody could make anything up.
2: I mean, it's not modern times, I don't think. You look at oh, 60s if it was maybe. like modern
1: times and it happened, I'd just be like, Yeah, anybody knows your name where you were work and can track where you were last night and what you did. Right. Well, if it's old times, it's a bit different.
2: Yeah. Ah, I, I don't know. I mean, props to him. He had a gun, and two wicked-looking things came he towards he him, and he shot them. Like did he
1: though? Just like did a UFO kill that bloke's dog?
2: <laughs> You've said no to that one. Right, exactly. That, that, that one that happened, happened I'm in saying. the forties. That's the that first appearance of the Men in Black in history.
1: But that's what I'm saying, though. They might have
2: killed him. He's killed the dog and he's blamed the men in black. <laughs> oh no! The UFO killed the dog. No,
1: Shannon. he killed the dog no, and he's blamed the men UFO, a UFO. Crash. Right,
2: moving on. Number four. All
1: right,
2: come on then. Are you ready? A radio personality, not the one we've been watching on Netflix. A radio personality was harassed by journalists for talking about UFOs. What? Right. So Danny Gordon was a radio personality who became interested. In loads of UFO sightings that were being reported at the time by like, people. Just like obviously ringing up and saying, Oh, I'm seeing UFOs and things. So he was like, well, What's going on? Um, like, loads of them had just said that they're seeing them in the sky. So he thought, Oh, I'm going to do some digging in about this. Uh, he came obsessed with getting photos of the objects, including one time when an entire school bus of students saw the UFOs flying over a shopping mall. As Gordon took photos, eventually Gordon snapped a few photos at extremely close range that allegedly verified they were not of this world. So this guy had photos. photos, Well, that's (laughs) what. However strange, the things began happening to Gordon. He received a phone call from a man who claimed to be ex military and warned him that the research could cost him everything and urged him to stop for his family's sake. So he's took pictures of this thing in the sky that he doesn't look from our world and, like, they rang him straight away.
1: Right, but haven't a lot of people got these types of photos and they don't get these phone calls?
2: Well, (laughs) he was also interviewed by two men in black suits who claimed to work for a magazine publication. Not long after the interview, Gordon realised that all his photos were missing. So these two men came and it was ours, said he was something else, and they just basically took all his cameras and photos. He contacted the magazine for information, and they claimed to have never heard of the men who he said. So he wasn't he, very clever then, was not Not long after this, Gordon died of a heart attack, and his doctor warned him that all the research and stress was jeopardising his health. Gordon gave up the story and was never bothered again. I don't know what it is he that died
1: that makes no sense oh, no. he died but then he was never
2: bothered again <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I think it could be possible that somebody has took a photo of something in the sky that just does not look at this world. don't like, yeah it?
1: but I think a lot of people have done that so that's why I'm like well why have you just got like oh wow, man all the amount of people who said that they've seen a UFO have you
2: seen one what? have you I don't know Do you mean you I've don't seen a know? lot of things up there like like moving fast as shooting stars but I don't know I've never had it up close and personal of the fourth kind like I've never actually been abducted or like like it's been above my house or anything like that but like maybe that might... only the police
1: helicopter
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a black helicopter I know a black helicopter is like a black helicopter that the men in black are meant to fly about, like gunmen and stuff do you think up to now do you think the men in black are real no Do you not think it's these, right? In all of these and all, the thing that they had in common was that these men referred to each other as numbers when they spoke to each other, like one and two or six and seven. Okay. And there's also a story, right, that whenever they knocked on anybody's door... That asked if there was a microwave in the house too. <laughs>
1: You're
2: joking, me? <laughs> you are Imagine. not Imagine. Right, number five. Right, so at the beginning of the episode, the guy who was talking, can you remember what he said? Uh, can you remember he who was he was talking to?
1: Pretty people. I
2: knew I'm she sure. would remember that. 42nd um,
1: Street.
2: Right, so what did he see? What did he say?
1: See? He's seen a car pull up. Yeah. Looked them directly in the eye, got out, and gave them a the dirty look. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, what does that mean?
2: He said they were so tall and all, and he said they didn't look human either. Right? So, do you know who the man was? No. Right, the man was Hollywood acting royalty Dan Aykroyd. I don't know who that right, is. Right, so he's way real- out <laughs> Ghostbusters. All right. Right? But he was also, I know, watch this film reference, i you watch will again, right? Do you know my girl? Yeah. Do you know the one who gets with her mum in that?
1: Right, yeah. That's him. Oh, right, okay, I know you mean.
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so obscure, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> man. Oh, I, mean, I don't know Ray from Ghostbusters, but the dad from My Girl. Right, anyway. So, Dan Aykroyd, right? Right. He was making a whole TV series about conspiracies, paranormal, aliens, the whole lot, right? He filmed 12 episodes of it. right? No. And then he had two well-known, like, UFOlogy people coming onto it. Like, doctors or whatever like to say, yeah, like, aliens exist and stuff. Like, it was an alien episode. But he popped outside to have a tub. And then, he says, as he was having the tub... Britney Spears rang him on the phone, right, of being a Hollywood superstar, that's what happens. And obviously he was talking to Britney about doing something on Saturday Night Live, which is a massive show on America, Nat obviously being on and stuff as well. And and then he said, obviously, a car pulled up over the road and basically, like, what in your words, what do you say?
1: Give him a day, look. That wasn't <laughs> in my words, look. that's what he said. But then he
2: said, like, it sped off, and he tried to see the licence plate. He couldn't even see, like, the plate number. And he says it was like it just disappeared in thin air totally. Like, it couldn't have, couldn't have where he was in the street in New York. And then when he went back in it to absolutely. finish, to actually interview these people for this 12th episode of the show, there was a phone call, and they basically said, we're cancelling your show. And we're not airing any of these. Anything you filmed, we're not airing. And ever since then, it's all been locked in a vault. And it's never been shown. This sure show that he recorded. After he went out and fought, he'd seen, like, the Men in Black. Hmm. Now, bear in mind, he is already, like, a millionaire, Hollywood. Like, he wrote, like, like these Ghostbusters and stuff like that. And he's a fun truth nugget as well. His mum and dad... But like, believed and taught ghosts. Like he believes in all like the power. No, like 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 Peter Crawford.
1: Uh, yes.
2: Right. So, but like you've been doing all these episodes and stuff, and it never got. Now, how much of a coincidence is that?
1: Well, it is quite a good coincidence if it's a coincidence, like.
2: Like the fact that you've worked on twelve episodes and then, you've had this encounter outside where these strange men have pulled up, looked at you, and then just disappeared. As soon as you walk back in, they're like, we're cancelling your show. It's never getting aired. It's never even seen did the they, light Did they of give day. him a reason? They just said, right, they just said, moving forward, we're just not doing it. Simple as that. Mm. Now, where does that go on the show? That,
1: that's the most convincing one yet. Because it's got a link to it. And the I've, heard consequences. Him.
2: I've heard him tell that story twice on two different formats, right? Like two different interviews, and it's been the same both times. Like, right? like it's not like exaggerated no, or it's not like different in places. Like he swears he seen something. He'd been warned off. He was getting too close to the fact that aliens existed. So do you and think that's it's what because he, he had a
1: platform? Yeah. Already, mm-hmm. so we're not gonna get a knock at the door from the men in black, are we?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, and then at least we know that it exists. Well, that be I'll tell you who it might be, though. It's Scarlet. Hello, Scarlet. Oh, we'll give God. you your weekly shout-out. And i like also shout-out this week. This week's podcast be This Paranormal Life. Now, nah, actually, I love This Paranormal Life, Rory and Kit. Even though they've done the South Shield Poltergeist, which i am yet listened to. But if, if I listen to that mine, and it's Peter Lee... Peter the poltergeist guys, I'll not be happy. Will be Shannon. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> At least have us on. So where where do you think that stands? I bet Scarlett Moffat thinks it's real.
1: Oh yeah, I well, she shaking blade, what you wants, there? Huh? <laughs> 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 nah, it was a bit more convincing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm still my thumbs hovering between the middle and the top. Uh, it's not well, a full on thumbs up, but yeah.
2: It's it's. It's strange. Now, can I just say, in all these encounters, all they have in common, though, is the fact that they're always dressed the same. They always <laughs> don't look human.
1: Yeah, if you were going to describe what somebody's wearing and you are making it up in your head, that would be the first thing you would describe as...
2: What, fedora? You couldn't even say the Back word. Back
1: in those days. Right. In the beginning.
2: <laughs> well, that's when the are Maybe they Oh, and they've said, right, they still get you then. As time's gone by the car is always old what the pull up in like but, but from like,
1: the 1940s yeah
2: like stupidly old for like the era now the reckon but it still looks brand new all oh, right
1: is it just rich people
2: then <laughs> right rich people right this is number 6 and then i think it's our last one and then we'll go into our decision making process oh, okay are you ready yeah UFO researchers was harassed by his, at his home by the Men in Black. And I've actually got photographic evidence on this one. No All right. UFO researcher. Remember on a
1: podcast though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it on the feed. Jack Robinson and his wife Mary began to experience extremely strange events that persuaded them that they were obviously digging into aliens and doing UFO research. They came home to find
1: To found to find <laughs>
2: their to house speak The house had been basically upside down. So they've been looking into UFOs, doing research, and then they've come out, they've come out and gone back home and somebody's been through the house looking for something. Uh, she began to notice strange men in black suits and a hat staring over from the apartment in the doorway. So from over the road there was like men like stood there in black suits, like men in black. Mary mentioned this activity to a friend who drove over and saw that she was talking about. So, like, a mayor came over and she was like, Oh, yeah, I, there's somebody there, like, watching. And um he snapped a photo, which is believed to be one of the most ironclad pieces of proof that the men in black exist.
1: Where's the photo then?
2: It's on the bottom there.
1: Are you joking?
2: Describe stuff. for our listeners.
1: A fat man in a suit. <laughs> Doing what? Standing in a doorway. <laughs> Are not... you joking?
2: <laughs> no. What do you mean no? It's ironclad <laughs> What does that mean? Ironclad it means that's definitive proof the men it's in black. It's definitely exist.
1: not. It's a man in a suit standing in the doorway, a fat man. He looks like um go on, compare. <laughs> do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Man. It does. It looks like they're going on man. Oh Right. So what are you giving that are you giving that a thumbs up, a thumbs down, or a thumbs It was in the believable
1: middle? until you showed us the photo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what, you think it's not? You, it's not yeah.
1: even looking in their direction.
2: <laughs> right, okay then. Right. So what are you giving that then? A thumbs down. Yeah. Right. That takes us to, right? For me, it's broken down quite easy now. Right. Are the aliens?
1: Are the men in black aliens? Yes. No. Why? I don't know. (laughs) What kind
2: of question is that? (laughs) Do you not think they're aliens and every time an alien ship or an alien scene is like seen or it's like too close for comfort... That these things like turn up and cover their own tracks and like say you don't like talk about what you're saying.
1: Well it's not covering their own tracks really though, is it?
2: I know but how can you explain that most people say they don't look like humans? Like they don't look well,
1: like Well he looks like a human to me
2: Right. The next bit much, Right. So <laughs> So that they always seem to show no human emotion.
1: Right, and they've been trained that way
2: And they've or... got the ability to appear and to vanish. Who's so said like the they'll just turn up and, appear then they go. and then. Vanish? Everybody apparently.
1: Oh right. <laughs> <Fair> no. <enough.
2: laughs> like Dan Ackroyd did, he said they just vanished. Do you think they're aliens? No. Nah. Right, I'm kill okay, them. Another theory is them.
1: Well
2: then. Do you think they're machines? Like robots, no. like Terminators. No. Do you know what a Terminator is? Yes. Go on then, tell our people at home why I uh, just read this bit.
1: The Terminator, I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, honestly, she won't watch anything, <laughs> right? So, the men in black are machines, so they've got skin, like stretched over the robot bodies. surely they,
1: they, they, they show a s-
2: lack of human emotion None of, of the them turtle. have
1: said that it walks like a robot.
2: Um sometimes unusual mannerisms. However, the likelihood of human organisations utilising such advanced technologies, even in the modern world, is somewhat unlikely. <laughs> so what do you say to the machines? No. No? Are you sure? I'm sure. Right. The men in black aren't machines, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Okay then. What if I said to you that they were just hallucinations?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the most believable thing you've said.
2: What, hallucinations? Oh. Right. So you're standing on hallucinations. Yep. Men in Black are hallucinations. Yes. What if I said that there were time travellers? No. Oh, she shot hard on that. What if I said you there were vampires?
1: <laughs> this is getting stupid. <laughs> no, people
2: genuinely believe that the Men in Black are vampires. Right,
1: and what they do when just knocking on the door saying stop talking about aliens, but they're vampires? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good point. Eh? <laughs> right then. Are there demons no. from the occult? Do you want to know, right? I, do, you know, do you know, I found the Men in Black linked to the Loch Ness story.
1: Oh, my God.
2: No, I did. That The Loch Ness monster, that soon the as the first sighting, the Loch Ness monster showed up. The Men in Black were there as well. Okay. So, that's how they rooted it. But I want to know,
1: right? Because there's thousands upon thousands of people who post online and post pictures <coughs> and whatever of apparent UFOs. Right. Why have the men in black not been to their houses?
2: Because people just laugh them off because it's in plain sight and they just say, Ha oh, it's a photo shop. It's probably what they've really seen in the sky. But people are just sort of akin to it now.
1: No, there's ones that like genuinely believe that.
2: <laughs> right. I just know what you
1: mean Like he, he can't, The men in black Can't just pick and choose Who they're going <laughs> No they've
2: got. Like, to Like go they've on.
1: gone to Like this random bloke In the field Who hasn't told anybody And they've gone to him But the people Who are posting it all over And people believe And they're gathered To follow when They're not going to No
2: Why Well Miley Cyrus Said she Oh no that was a UFO Wasn't
1: it Yeah not the men in black
2: So uh, do you think The demons are people No Right Okay then. So, Sure Do you think they work for the government? Yes. Do you think it's like the CIA? Do you know what the CIA is? Do you think it's like them, but more secret?
1: Yeah. If they existed, that would be what they would be.
2: And that, basically, they work for the New World Order, NWO. Yeah. Do you think that the men in black exist? Yes or no? (sighs) Your glasses have come off, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Mm, I'm torn. Because that man, what was he called? Dan
2: Aykroyd. Aye. But the Britney.
1: He was (laughs) believable. He was believable, but I think that's because he has a platform. And like, if he did start uncovering it, people would be like, it was like when the Mamma Monroe episode wasn't it? Like.
2: Yeah. like, Like the aliens exist in that too.
1: No, that like people would <laughs> listen to them types of people rather than the blokey from down the road. So the one who was the blokey down the road. The one who <laughs> claimed <cannot last. laughs> the, like but you're like if somebody claimed, like who lived in our street that they'd see the UFO, like no one's gonna believe them, but somebody like with that power, people do believe. So I think the men of black if they existed, they wouldn't go knock on Dave down the road's door, but they'd gotten to... A celebrity, be like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So, uh, you haven't given us a yes or a no answer though. Do you think they exist? Do you think the men know. in black are real? Right? I
1: don't know. Do I, you? I do. What,
2: 100%? Yeah, I believe that UFOs are, right? It could be still a UFO, Shannon. But We're
1: not talking about to do, UFOs exist. We're talking about, do the no, men in black no, exist? No, listen,
2: listen, right? This is my point though. So, there can be UFOs, Shannon, but... There's no aliens driving them. It's the government driving them. It's new technology that they've developed, right. new weapons.
1: So you mean that you're saying don't tell anyone about that thing flying through the air?
2: Yeah, and then no. these men turn up.
1: Right, well, now you've put a different spin on it. See, I, say, I wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking just about aliens.
2: Yeah, see?
1: Now you've put a different spin on it.
2: And that's why I think the men in black are real. Because I think that... Aliens like technology, the government, American government especially, have got that technology and they develop it and they could change technology worldwide, right? But basically they're just too busy building weapons with and spaceships and things like that. And yeah. I think the men are Do you you think that's more
1: plausible? Yeah, now that makes me believe, yeah. Yeah. For that sense, not the knocking on your door saying, don't tell anyone about the aliens. (laughs) Uh, Because I don't think anyone would believe you anyway.
2: Uh Uh-oh, I hear that knocking, Shannon.
1: Don't tell (laughs) them. But
2: it is very crazy, though, how people have described them. They don't look human and stuff, and they're very tall, and they sound very weird, though.
1: but that I don't believe that part
2: but from all of the stories though
1: yeah because surely there would just be people who were working for the government
2: though I don't know I've seen some pretty there is more photos out there of these men in suits where they just don't look human like
1: people could look at you and say you don't look human
2: (laughs) thanks I don't
1: know what your point is how long we've
2: been married (laughs) 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 right so I'm saying yes you're saying I don't know. Oh, honestly, I'm sure it's always... I don't know now. She's got my cops out, right, so... It wasn't. That's, that's Men in Black anyway. Right, are you ready? Drum roll. Drum roll.
0: <sighs>
2: right. Story one. time with Mr. Strug baby. First. This week, we're coming back from Canada. Hi, John. Oh, We're coming back from Canada and we are going to... The Manor House Hotel in West Auckland. All right. Do you know where that is? Nope. <laughs> so we're not West Auckland, New Zealand. West Auckland down the road, Bishop Auckland.
1: Oh all right, we're going so Bishop this Auckland, ta- are we?
2: So this Isn't hotel. Not where your
1: mum and dad used to have a caravan.
2: Yeah, close, very right. close to it. Right. So this hotel was built in the 16th century, and. It's got. It was actually on a most haunted episode, so that failed, and you only know (laughs) that name because Peter Crawford called you, (laughs) (laughs) right? They actually went and filmed this show there. Now, there's been sightings of a ghostly man, a dishevelled-looking child, the sounds of whispering voices throughout, giggling footsteps running through the corridors. This all in the building, by the way in this property and it's honestly had lots of spooky happenings that's just happened over the years now people say that that some of these rooms are haunted in this hotel okay so are you ready so in number seven room number seven in this west auckland hotel just on the road there's always there's been sightings of a large man Who's just appeared from nowhere and smells of tobacco oh, gosh. <laughs> so that's room seven right um staff have reported that things have been launched across the
1: room oh my god it's a bit dramatic
2: <laughs> they say that room six is haunted by a little boy so people like hey a little boy in there or like a little boy like running about and things they say room 34 has a locked wardrobe door that opens by an unseen hand. Um, people have claimed that people have been grabbed in the when they've been in that room by a man dressed like a monk in oh room my 34. God, that's
1: terrifying.
2: Right. Children's cries have been heard. Right, the night.
1: I, I hear children's <laughs> cries when Ryder's not even here. This is part of being a mother.
2: <laughs> in room 18, people have been pushed. So they felt like somebody pushed them and nobody's been there. So this takes me to my evidence for this case.
1: Oh well you we stayed there.
2: Are you ready? Oh. There's been various reviews on TripAdvisor that suggest that people have experienced these some of these things in the rooms. Are you ready? Oh, it's This not is TripAdvisor. Scary, review number one Susan H. Newcastle. Bedrooms were fine and beds were comfortable, but we are aware of some of our family said that the hotel was haunted and a man in a green hat appeared to one of the young children. We thought nothing of it until we spoke to the staff who told us that one of the friendly residents is a ghost. Spooky. One of the (laughs) other guests in our party had a room with a locked door leading to another room which, as in a dark room, and when they said they could hear noises from there during the night. And that was the end of the <laughs> review from <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, OK. What? Uh,
1: what, on the review or on Thing and Hall?
2: On Ghosts.
1: I How th- I old's the building? Or do you 16th century. Right, yeah, it's kind of old then. Right.
2: Are you ready for review number two? Come on then. This is from Reese in Durham. Are you ready? Following the recent talk of the hotel being haunted, we phoned <laughs> a couple of nights before to clarify that we really do not want to be in any of these particular rooms, only to find we were in room 34. Right, oh, so I, would no, will... I
1: wouldn't even it, that's So it? that's where
2: people have said the thing grabbed by the floor, oh. by the way. The mail was lovely. I have to say, the hotel, although it has... The old worldy feel. The carpets are dirty. The couches in the room are minging. The bed was immaculate. Really disappointed with our stay. The staff are really miserable on the reception, and which needs addressing ASAP. Or oh, not forgetting the extra that we're going to be charged, as apparently we had asked for an upgrade. So much for accommodating your clients. Cheers for that.
1: Hey does <laughs> he, he even mention the course or <laughs>
2: something? I did, he said that this is really just more than being in room thirty four. Yeah, room. but then
1: they didn't say anything happened yeah. to room thirty-four. <laughs> You've just a... read out that whole review for no reason.
2: <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh <laughs> Race, hope you listen to this one, dear. <laughs> um Is the Manor Hotel in West Auckland?
1: Well, that last one <laughs> just made me think: is it like a gimmick? Right. And then that the like person on the desk saying like, oh, that's one of our
2: friendly ghosts.
1: Ah, uh, like is it a bit gimmicky or
2: <sighs> maybe is it, real? it is a very old building. It has recently been refurbed, and supposedly these rooms mentioned are the older rooms though that people have experienced stuff.
1: So, but does that not like a thing as to that it's exciting that you don't get to stay in a refurbished room. You know
2: what I mean? like an oldie worldie feel, like yeah. you said. I, I don't know. Well, we could go and stay the night for £70. No, you're alright,
1: I've priced man. it. You can stay we, on your own. We
2: could go. Do you no. know the day I do the run for charity? Just no. for my birthday. We could no. go and spend the night in this hotel. You
1: can go. No, you yeah, know could what happens.
2: We could do no. a podcast from him as well. I
1: couldn't think of well.
2: anything worse. Really? Really. Oh, Why? I thought she you said that it's you've just told me that it's not.
1: Yeah, but I'll not sleep though. When she obviously sleeps snoring next to us, I'll be sat up crying. <laughs> Choked and pushed. Exactly.
2: <laughs> right. So you turn that idea down. Yeah, you can go on your own. <laughs> All right. Well, you anyway, could,
1: you can do your podcast on your own. That right.
2: night. So do you think it's do you think it's on it?
1: Like, I want to say no, but I don't actually want to stay there either, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to find out.
2: All right, then. Okay, well, um, well I think... Stay tuned, we might find out <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one. No, Will we? Right, thank you. I've been Mr, and you've been... Mrs. And uh, au revoir. Goodbye. 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 Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.